can see you hurting. I've been there for certain. That sounds good. Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers, Mike and Tony. If you want, just rewind. What do we got? Like 15 seconds there? Just rewind and start that over. It's just you, such a good full body sound. No, we're not starting over. No, not us. The people that are <laughs> probably driving or walking their dog or whatever listening to the podcast right now, just start that over. And it you just, just like to hear that little beginning, that little whip. Just There's a little like. Yeah, bluegrass starts. to me is like the perfect blend of right, instruments and voice. Just I should like do a little. Uh, it's just so great. Anyway, you don't have to replay it. Shy Tucky, we're here not to listen to just bluegrass, but to drink some whiskey. I can. Uh, I guess I could set this on a uh, on a little button here, so we could just keep going back to the on beginning a of it. Loop, loop it in. I could just do that if you'd like. How the fuck are you? I'm good, man. How are you been? I am ready to drink some whiskey. And you got I have eyeglasses on. I haven't seen yeah, you with glasses. Yeah, I scratched my eyes, so oh. I had to put the glasses on for a few days. You know, I've had I've worn glasses since I was about five, and I did not know that. That's about the last forty years. Contacts, whatever. I'm not. I'm not doing that LASIK bullshit. You know what? My wife did it, and she said it was fine. So did mine. I'm not letting someone slice into my eye. And if anyone, any listeners, want to tell me otherwise. Go to Instagram and tell me I'm an idiot. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want. Um, I did just go. I want to talk about two cities real quick. Uh-oh. First one, pretty big right now with the Philadelphia Eagles and the and the Phillies. Oh, so what do you think about Philadelphia? I asked some friends about it. I honestly have only been one to Philly said, once. One friend, good friend, said shithole. The other <laughs> one was like, fucking loved it. So like, really? I'm asking you, and I don't know if we have any Philly listeners. I just think. You know, city of brotherly love, as they say, the people are good. I but I've um, never been. I've never been. <laughs> I, I have not either. I've, I've flown through the airport once. Seriously. Okay. So no feedback, but Nothing. no no, no positive, no positive or, negative. or negative. I know DC and New York and areas up there, but I do not. I've not spent Boston. I've not spent much time at all. Really, none in Philadelphia. Okay. So and the Phillies. I one, love watching baseball. You know, I'm a big baseball guy. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of. I like to watch them. I love how their hometown. Their hometown follows them so closely, and they're so passionate about baseball. I, I, wish, I baseball wish there were more passion. towns like that. Totally. Okay, second city. Mm-hmm. Chattanooga, Tennessee. I was just there. I'm not going to say anything about it. I know you're a Kentucky guy. This is on the southeast part of the state, so near the Smoky Mountains. Two hours from both Atlanta and Nashville, right in the middle. Yeah. What do you think of Chattanooga? I like Chattanooga. I think Chattanooga is blowing up because Nashville's so big right now. People are trying to get out. Of, like Nashville's turning into a bigger city, and people are trying to get back into a little slower pace. And that's Chattanooga. That's close. I used to love Nashville. It's on the river. Now I can now I can take it or take it or leave. It's right on the Tennessee River. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, th- really pretty down people there. People in Tennessee are pretty nice too. Yeah, I was. They are I, in Kentucky too. Oh, they are. Yeah. There's not an Illinois and Indiana and up, we don't up we north. don't have to deal with <laughs> we don't deal with, with all of this stuff here. <laughs> anyway, I went to a car auction. I didn't buy any cars, but it was uh, Chattanooga was a really cool town. Um, and I'll go as far as I think I could maybe live there. I'm not really. I'm not moving. But it was it was just they. It's really pretty. It's too far of a drive. People it's, are nice and I mean, it's a solid. South, it's south enough to where I think it was like 50 in Chicago, and it was like pushing like high 60s there but yeah. kind of a big difference I mean, it's when you're 10 hours about. it's 10 hours from here yeah but I mean, it's pretty much the border of tennessee and georgia but if i'm getting out of here i'm getting out of here it's not 10 <laughs> hours from here if i'm not here anymore does that make sense well it depends <laughs> on where you're coming from then i guess but i agree with that because you move away from a place you've lived your whole life like i have and all of a sudden you 
are looking back and like everyone still lives here and then you are 10 hours away you so, are you know what though quick flights quick flights cheap flights Southwest. Uh, it's also it's also a pretty reasonable town so um that's always great compared to the big big hefty city of chicago well everything everything is pretty much you know economical compared to chicago and cook county specifically yeah exactly uh let's drink some whiskey so let's do, it. Today, what we like today? Uh, let's do something that uh, i don't like usually you pulled this off the shelf and how many podcast listener have you listened to if you've listened to enough you know exactly what tony doesn't like and it's a three-letter word which is rye well there's rye in most if not all of his bourbons lots but of it. he doesn't really like it when there's more of it than corn so today we're drinking uh you've heard of willet two l's two t's willet yep. Uh, <clears throat> distillery. This is a straight rye whiskey. And the most recent one we have, which I think is a couple years old, is the 112.8 proof. And they typically stick around 110. I think uh, previous year was a little bit lower, but this is a four year rye when, um, so will it, they were blending and sorry, not blending, but um, purchasing juice up until 2010. Yes. And um, then they started making their own. So in 2014, they released a two-year rye. And then two years later, they finally came out with their four-year rye that they've stuck with ever since. Um, they kind of bumped up the price, which people didn't really like. But it's a pretty bottle. It's a Willet bottle. It's what a lot of people like, whether you're blending it in cocktails or drinking it straight. Um, we're going to taste this. But, um, Tony, what do you want to tell us about about it well i don't know a ton about rye i know i guess the first thing i would say is the differences between rye and bourbon because that's i would say if i'm listening to this and people know that i like bourbon and that is a rye and why would why would i like bourbon more and i would tell you it's because typically bourbon is a little less proof bourbon is sweeter um and less proof means uh less alcohol content if that matters and it's a little less spicier so for me, typically I like a sweeter, you know, higher corn. Corn produces more sweet, and that's where I that's where I lean. This particular um, rye whiskey is seventy four percent. That is a lot of rye. I mean, to become a rye, you only have to have fifty one percent, just like a bourbon at fifty one. But seventy four percent is a big high rye, and uh, this is this thing is very sought after. They come out with I think a new one every year, and um, this year I don't remember what year this is. I know it's at least two years old, maybe even three. It's just, it's Willet Rye is one of those ryes when I talk to people that know a lot about what they're drinking and ones that don't, they're very quick to jump. Oh, I have the Willet Rye. I have the Willet Rye, almost like it's a badge of honor to have found it because the other Willets, the Willet Bourbons, are nearly impossible to find, at least in our neck of the woods, Chicago, Illinois, that kind of stuff. And then those are typically more than a four year, and those bottles can get really expensive. So, a badge of honor is having a Willet, and I think certain people like like it in their cocktail, but they also like it straight. So it's kind of it's something that's in the bar where you know it serves two purposes, and it's you know they think it's pretty good. We haven't gotten there of whether we agree, but um, <laughs> we should probably uh, anyway. Long story short, a lot of people I hear this is kind of their uh, it's it's well past like you know drinking rye and taking the training wheels off. I think the training wheels are off. There's a lot of rye that um, people kind of start with and then they move up to this because it's a fifty five dollar bottle. It's not super crazy cheap, but it's reasonable. Um, but let's get into 
uh, the nose if you don't have anything else to say about it. Not really. Cheers. Fucking hey, what uh, is your problem? I like the way this smells. I've been smelling it for a yeah, while. I was talking about cheers at me, bitch. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to you. I was looking Sorry. something up Sorry. on my phone. Sorry, I got a little crazy there. Actually, okay. on my laptop, not my phone. I got a little crazy there. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Pine. For, sorry pine for needles. I got pine needles. Some pine needles on this. Yeah. So um, nose and palate for um, Tony talked about spiciness and like I think you know that what goes hand in hand with that is cinnamon, but you definitely pine menthol mint things like that that absolutely goes with the profile of a rye so um it took me a while to kind of like really break that out some people get it right away but in my early days i was like oh that's what it is it does have that minty um kind of floral note so um it's got a lot of pine on this one florally at the end but still doesn't that like caramel still kind of pop through after you get that that menthol-y kind of yeah, a minty. Little, a little. I think I got... With kind of like maybe like like bready almost. Yeah. Like I, on this one it's, particularly it's, for sure. I don't think all of them have that. This one this one does have that little bit of bready or creme brulee. And at the end there towards... Creme brulee. Right before, right before you get to the floral. And then I, I read somewhere that this kind of um, goes against the trend of, of some rise as far as smell and taste. But... Um, and people like it for that reason. That kind of is why it stands out. And it's also not an MGP. It's, of course, Will It's Rye, and MGP makes tons and tons and tons of rye. Um, but let's uh, let's taste it. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Pine original. Pine at the beginning. Mm, no way. No. Oh, sweet. Spicy, spicy, right off the bat, front of the oh. tongue, boom, spice. Well, I expected that. Sorry, I was I was looking for a determine some kind of distinction other than the regular spicy. This it's got like a little bit of like a, a sweet pine to it. Think about it this way: it's oily, four four years old, so it's kind of light. I love the oiliness to it. Oil like that hangs out, but it has Top your a, mouth. like a light, like a tea. You know, like a tea is. Like watery, but it has like a flavor to it. Yeah. And it like it's light. It tastes like a lightly flavored water. It's kind of it's kind of young like that. It doesn't have this real bold, sticky, raisiny, cherry, no, anything no, no. like that. This is a real this is a real oily version. It sticks to the top of your mouth. It seems to be just I mean, honestly, exceptionally oily. Like a silky smooth almost. Like mm-hmm. a silky-ish. Which I think that's kind of a will it thing. Is it? I I, I, I don't drink is. enough rye. Are a lot of rye like this? No, I think the, the bourbons are are oily to me too. Yeah, but this one, I mean, do rye usually have this? I, I don't drink much rye, so I don't have a very good. Uh, I can go. Are you willing to get into them? I mean, I'll try them, but I can't tell you I like them all. Notice how I started getting a little nicer because I I called Tony a name and I kind of felt bad about it. So oh. <laughs> I'm trying to like Ouch, let, look let at him, you. Let him talk a little bit. Oh, <laughs> look at mine. What about? Oh. What, what about the finish? Totally <laughs> lingering, toasted. For sure. Just, I think it's actually kind of good. It's a little spicy. It's a little, it's long. It's it's a Kentucky But it should. Hug. It should. It's got a lot of rye in it. It should hang out. I mean, especially when it's sticking to the top of your mouth. That oily top of your mouth feel is going to hang around there. For sure. I would say that this did not have the a huge spicy rye kick at the beginning that I was expecting. This one was a little bit more tame, in my opinion. So is this like of the rise? How many rise have you had in your life? No, probably a half dozen. Half? 
half dozen? Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> I don't usually drink rye. This is Tony's fifth rye. How many bourbons have you had? Oh, man. 274. <laughs> okay, so, you know, maybe this isn't his I wheelhouse. Compare, I maybe. compare bourbons pretty well. The ryes, I'm still trying to figure out sometimes. I just, you know, I've I said it before. I expect rye's to be big, huge, spicy bombs when I take a sip of it. And this was not that. This surprised me. Okay. So. In a good way. In a good way. It surprised okay. me in a good way. I think I love the complexity of a rye, even... I'll say this. I think a bad rye can be really bad. And that's like kind of an obvious statement. But when you go to cheaper, um, trying to think a name, I don't, bullet rye doesn't really bother me. I actually don't really mind dickle rye. Some of the cheaper ones, um, though. Templeton? uh, Sorry. (laughs) Oops. Um, Templeton, is that like proper 12? Russell's puts out a good rye. um, But. I uh, when they're bad, they're really bad. And this, you know, the one, this, the other one isn't even did, close to that. We did that whistle pig. I don't know, probably a year or two years ago, and I really liked that one too. And I feel like they're these are a little bit different. But I think that whistle pig was old, like maybe a ten usually year, a or ten something. year. Yeah, whistle pig, you pay up for it. They're usually two hundred and fifty bucks on the shelf, but they have some good stuff. Um, I just hate paying that and then kind of not liking it because I don't like all of them. Um, but. Yeah, anyway, it's it's so easy to get away from or forget to get away from your bourbon shelf at the liquor store, turn around usually or go a little bit no, further down yeah. the row and there's tons of rise and they're usually more reasonably priced than a lot of the 80, 90, 100 dollar bourbons. Um I picked up Jack Daniels has put out a 100 proof rye. It was like $30 and it was actually kind of Well, isn't okay. it the deal with rye is rye rye whiskeys are are they 2 years and more or do they have to be 4 years also? Do you know that? 2. Has, okay, so it's 2 and higher. And I have seen some old ryes. Like I've seen some 15-18 year ryes, not very often, and they get very pricey, but I assume that, you know, there's a, is there a, like it's just like bourbon, right? If you want to keep it Keep it going, keep it going. You can you can kind oh, of let sure. them go as long as you want. No difference there. Put it, it's in a barrel, just the same. Yep, everything's the same. So, um, cool. let's do a little rating on this. This is Tony's again, fifth, maybe sixth. You rise. know, and the funny so part his, is, his, maybe his ratings. I think he's going to be extra nice with it. He's like kind of like dipping his toe in the water, and he's kind of a rookie here, and he like doesn't. No, wanna. you know, and I also only I feel like people know that I don't really like or I don't prefer rise. So when I get one, it's usually a good one. Um, I don't. I don't know if I've actually really tasted very many bad rye because usually when people are like, "Hey, you got to taste this. This is a good one." Like Whistle Pig, like the Russells. Um, you know, I know that you said that OKI's okay out. I just got that new uh, that cream of Kentucky rye. I wouldn't mind seeing that bottle and bonded mm, rye. You know, yeah. like these are these are names that are like you're not ex- you're not buying these bottles for twenty and thirty dollars and rolling the dice. And and by by and there's two, nothing wrong with that, by the way. But I just am not the, the ones I've tasted haven't been those. Do this: buy two, three <clears> bottles <throat> of rye and try them. And if you like one over the other, maybe you buy more of it, or you hate them, like Tony, like or you don't hate them, you like bourbon more. I just like that it's a whole different change and such a fun world to go into. And rye, when you have those three bottles and you don't like them. Again, we say it all the time, go right back into Manhattan. Yeah, go into And that's when, like, I think an old-fashioned really is, in a lot of ways, it's sweet on sweet on sweet. It is. Sugar. With the cherry, sugar, sugar, and the bourbon. And all that kind of stuff. And then... Simple syrup. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Um, 
So when you're doing a Manhattan, it's less of that. And then the rye comes out with some way different flavors. I would say my best Manhattan smokes all day long the best old-fashioned I've had. So um, if you buy your rye, get a good Manhattan recipe and go that route too. It's fun. I like that. I like that. Actually, not you just said that. I think I'm going to – we're doing our um, our little barbecue rib party here coming up in a few weeks here at our bourbon hut. Maybe we need to have a little – a Manhattan versus oh. old fashioned contest. Oh, wow, look at the brains on Brad. He's I mean, really coming through. Another wow! I just, you and I, I love just a contest. We, I mean, we've I only got love contest. We've got three like hundred against the other to four hundred <laughs> bottles of bourbon. You could pick which one you wanted to try. I mean, uh, oh, I can see. Uh, I can see some. Some concoctions coming your way. You want me to help with your uh, rating? Sip, shareable. Uh, yes, will it's hard to get. Um, I would share it. I don't know it well enough to not share it. If it wasn't crazy expensive, I would share this no matter what. Influence will it is one of my favorite places down in Bardstown. Price sixty bucks is a lot, but I feel like everything's up ten dollars now, and it seems to be kind of the average price for a for a better quality uh, bourbon. Or rye on this aspect, sorry. Uh, sharing a rye is kind of annoying, especially when you're with bourbon guys. So, like, sometimes sharing isn't there. Influence, huge, big time. Love Willet. <clears throat> Love the Willet. Is it car- called the bar at Willet? It is. That's yeah. the second floor. <clears throat> so awesome there. And yeah. then um, price, you know, 50 bucks. Get get two of them for 100 kind of thing. It uh, It's in my wheelhouse. So uh, rating, I'm going to give this a... Three and a half. Oh, uh, I would have been. I was going to say three. So that's fine. That's that's probably where no I'm at. No one's really I don't listening have, when you talk. Because I know you don't know anything about rise. So I think this is <laughs> way better than average, and I would actually drink this again. I was almost nice for like count. Was it, dude? Like five Back minutes. to being rude. <laughs> Mike and Tony, Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers. We take care of the whiskey, so you could focus on with whom you share it. We're going to go out uh, with some more of this Nick Dum- Dumas. 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 Anyway, I like it. He plays a uh, uh, in this in this bluegrass band, and they are they're good. I don't know how you found this guy. If you I could like it. bluegrass instruments, instruments, would you prefer if you could be really good right now at the banjo or the fiddle? What would you pick? Fiddle, but you know he doesn't play either of those. He's just a singer. No, he has the. Um, Oh, eight string. Um, oh, I got mandolin. He's a mandolin He's player. A mando Sorry, guy. that's yeah. I, I couldn't get it in my head. Sorry, I was I was almost going to jump in there and help you, but I, I didn't really know either. So I'm glad. You, no, glad yeah. you got it. He's so a mandolin you, guy. Okay, so fiddle or mando? Um, I would say, I would say a, a mandolin would be cool to play. Anyway, I think a mandolin would be cool to play. I tried. Yeah. I've I've got a banjo. I can't play it. I don't have the time to learn. It's just all that picking, and it's, it's just like yeah. it's so so like almost you know just artistic. It's like how the fuck do and you? And I think a fiddle's even harder, honestly, because oh, totally. there's no frets. I don't. I mean, anyway. Now we're anyway, gonna take music. a listen on yeah. the way out because this is good bluegrass music. And if you don't listen to it and you don't want to go to Tennessee and you don't like anything we're talking about, then just. You should have turned us off a long time ago. That's right. But if you do, turn on some bluegrass, pour yourself a rye, and... Like, what? Like, what? There's a lot of fiddle at the beginning of this one. Anyway, Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers, we're going to have this play for a little bit, so if you're uh, taking a listen... I already said that. 
We take yeah. another whiskey so you can focus on with whom you share it. Tony thought I missed it, but I didn't. You got to hear it Listen twice. to that guy. It also helps to have a good voice. Oh, that's <laughs> Peace Cheers. out. Thanks, guys. The whole house would shake whenever she passed by. Black smoke would rise from those hot burning coals, and the engineer smiled behind the controls. Silver flash in the sunlight, so brightly she shines. Next stop is Portland on the old horn.